done. I am truly and utterly done. For so long, our monarch has ruled our kingdom and called it Utopia. Nonsense! Lies! Would you call it Utopia if we lose half our crops due to the so-called heatwave and flash freezes? And due to the food shortage, we work to our bare knuckles for scraps from a monarch who remains fat and plump. I would not call that utopia. Would you? Dystopia, discordia, more like it. Who shall stand up with me to oppose our ruler? What? Really? Are you mere hounds with barks and no bites, slubbering all over my carpet and pissing on my leg? Are you willing to put up with these crimes because they're okay? Don't suffer in silence. Maybe a tale from the past will inspire you to act. Then it is settled. Our tale will focus on the common irritations of the past spoken by our duo who are also all bark and no bite. Ramble Shamble. Good day, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ramble Shrapnel. Today, it is, again, I, the all-powerful and divine Jotun. And today, we are going to be joined by Mackie once again, the stupendous, the all-knowing, the omniscient, hopefully not the omnipresent, and Hopefully also not prescient, but Mackie. Hello. No, thank you for that <laughs> gracious introduction. I appreciate it. Oh, it's a pleasure, man. You know, you know I, I know how much you deserve a bit of a build-up. Hopefully we'll never get to the stage where, you know, we have Mackie being brought in to a live recording studio on a palanquin or something. <laughs> That's like those... Uh, those beds where royalty will be just lounging on where the slaves carry them inside for anyone who doesn't know. But hopefully we never reach that stage. We, we don't want an, a repeat of what happened with Xerxes and the Spartans. Ish. Ish, yeah. ish, ish. <laughs> but yes, again, we are joined by Mackie, and this is Ramble Shamble. Mackie, where can we be found? So, guys, if you have not been watching the other episodes and you decided that, hey, I want to see what this this podcast is called Ramble Shambles all about, and that's a pretty weird place to start rather than starting from episode zero or episode one, but I'll start here all over again for your convenience. Again, guys, we've got a Facebook, we've got an Instagram, we've got a Twitter, we have a YouTube where we post these videos on the same day as Spotify, Apple, Stitcher. Oh, I can go on. Ramble. I said YouTube already. And guys, there's so many for- platforms that you can find us on. And we're trying to be- branch out as far and wide as we possibly can. 
Again, guys, commenting is the way one way you can talk to us on YouTube. But we the best way to get a hold of us is our Discord, Ramble Shamble, which you can find via Discord or doing a simple Google search, Ramble Shamble. You can also find our join our channel by the links in description descriptions of each episode and guys if you don't know we also have a gaming channel called fumble shamble where we've posted a few videos we don't post as often as we, we do with ramble shamble because ramble shamble is our baby the one that we so heartily enjoy that we hope you guys also enjoy and join our community because guys discord is the best way to talk with us where we can game with you chat with you share ideas and grow into a community that we will one day all look at and say this is a community that we can be wholeheartedly be part of and grow from the ground up it's a perfect platform for sharing ideas and it's the best way to for you to comment on the episodes because those those episodes content is important for another reason which i believe you shall cover around about now yes from the comments that you guys leave for us or from whatever social media you happen to be interacting with we choose the answer from our main episodes that we like the most and we talk about that just for something like 15 minutes 20 minutes um and we just expand upon your idea and your suggestion and that's how you guys can contribute to this channel and we love your guys contributions because you know a dialogue is a two-way stream and we aim for dialogues with you guys as well it's not just a dialogue between us and for that reason yeah we choose your suggestion the one that we think is the the best or if you guys upvote one suggestion enough then i mean we got a we got a bow to the fans so yeah we choose one and we talk about it in a separate place ramble shrapnel the little bits and pieces of the main episode but that's neither here nor there because today we are going to be talking about a topic that is very close to my heart and that i'm sure would be close to anybody's heart and that is irritating things things that just irritate us in everyday life like how we do our repeating of social medias at the beginning and ending of each episode man that's so annoying (laughs) yeah one day it might be repeats of ads and stuff as well so just be grateful everybody that we don't have that just yet um but i do feel that okay we might never um, bore you guys with ad reads, but yeah, that's that's future problems. That's future me's problem. <laughs> but yeah, Mackie, um, I asked you to prepare a short little list of things that irritate you, and I'm going to also have things that irritate me. And as the guest or the the guy who's not the host. I think that you should start this off for us. Well, I think I'll start slow, then build myself up. So I'll, I'll trust in your uh, hosting skills guidance and telling me that 
now is the time to bring out the big guns. But for now, I'm bringing out the little pistol, just the little pistol, kind of like starting it out. Yeah, um, the noisy cricket, the noisy cricket with yes. the big kick. <laughs> yes. So I would say one thing that has annoyed me ever since like people have walked around places is where you like in a tight little corridor, each side so there's you can't necessarily go through walls unless you're one of the x-men but there's a tight little corridor and you have you see a group of friends four feet four people oh man don't you dare do it full don't you across, dare take my one. Oh, I, 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 where they cover the full way I've, I've, I've pulled the card already you can't pull the same card now you have to find <laughs> it out so they cover the whole corridor and they have the slowest calmest walking speed and then the worst oh the worst is where they look back and then they acknowledge your presence and then they continue that gets me to the point where i do like almost like a two arm karate chop in the middle and i push them aside and say i'm cutting the cheese i'm sorry i'm going and i like release that bolt spring engine energy oh it annoys me cheese dude I, I experience the exact same exact same problem that you do in that regard. Like <laughs> geez, I can't even I can't even tell you how how fuming I get if I'm inside of a, a mall and there these like there's a whole line of bloody teenagers that for some reason think that in order to navigate this place and go from point A to point B, you have to walk five abreast or something like that. <laughs> yes. And then th- there you are trying to dodge around them, but also trying to dodge around people with shopping carts and such. And it's, it's just the worst. I mean, you can, you can cut a bit of slack for the old, oh, yeah, the for old sure. grannies for sure. and those people, but... Or, or like even even people who are lollygagging and are kind of fixated or um, staying in awe and wonder at some shops as they slowly walk by because whatever they're looking at is so exciting. But people who are who are clearly going from point A to point B and they're chatting with each other in a line. Oh. It just drives me up the wall. And the fact that they acknowledge but, but your you, presence and keep going, that's even worse. Ooh, yeah, definitely. But do you know where what situation that is the worst in? Um, I'm sure you experienced this recently as well. Is when that happens inside an airport <laughs> after you've been flying for like oh. 15 hours, you get off. You just got through this really slow line to get through the customs again and to get whatever baggage you had. But then you're in this um, pit stop before you take another flight. (laughs) And lo and behold, you have these people. And you're just tired. You feel all gunky. You feel your face. Little can drive me nuts. As oh. much as that. Well, I'm glad I pulled this card first because now this is my one. Thank you for powering it up. This is a bummer. <laughs> like you guys don't understress you guys don't understand how much it distresses me, this one. I was actually gonna leave this for one of my last. 
because it just aggravates me so much. Now, imagine, uh, now that's not my worst one. Imagine now it's going carried up from there. <laughs> dude, I don't know. You've got demons, man. You've got oh. demons if this is your light one. I'm a quiet man. Okay. Quiet man with troubles. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there is one thing that I definitely be believe is a true thing. And that's that you should fear the wrath of a gentle person. <laughs> like if you can get a gentle, calm, and genuinely easygoing person to absolutely lose their shit on you, then you must fear the wrath of God there, my friend. <laughs> and I'm exactly that same kind of person as you. <laughs> very true, very true. But okay. Um, I'm going to start off with one of my lesser ones, which is actually a bit controversial. Like, this is going to piss some people off. But for me, it's a small thing. It's a small thing, but I do have my, my preferences. And that is the way that you put the toilet paper onto the roller in the bathroom. Oh, no. Now, I know that, <laughs> I know that some people really get really pissed off about this topic. But I'm, I just think that it's a lot more convenient if the toilet roll goes over the roll instead of under the roll. Oh, 100%. Because, because it's just, it's easier to grab from like the vantage point that you would be at where it's below you. But if it's hanging under the thing, then if it's not like hanging a good lengthy way under, then you have to like scoop your hand under to get to that bit. <laughs> and it's a bit more... It's, it just feels a bit more awkward if you have to try, um, like, roll the whole thing with the underhand. But if it's overhand, then it's easier to just, like, pat it like a little bit, of, like a kitten plays with the ball or something, <laughs> a bit of yarn. It's just like a little light swipe, and then you can take the toilet paper. So... What do you think? No, no. Like, I, I, I know that some people really don't like... Don't like the other opinion or the side that they're against. Well, how are you with that? Oh no, I'm definitely a over than under over uh, or under because actually you, you know you know why they do like that way rather than the other way. I'm sure there's something about gravity or frictional torsion or whatever. Yes, gravity, but also the fact that there is less contaminants from the toilets, whatever thing goes onto the roll that you're on it. So basically, you're covering the one side against the wall, so that side will most likely be the cleaner side they can wipe your bottom with. But even Mythbusters proved that they kind of, it's easier to tear off is wrong. It's wrong, okay, people of the internet uh, or rambler shamblers. If you're one of those people, unfortunately, Mythbusters, who scientists who experiment on this, prove that over is actually the superior way of tearing off and keeping the cleanliness of the toilet paper. So you're technically not quite 100% correct on that other way. You can do it, it's your choice, just making your life more difficult. But I, I agree with you. It also annoys me when I like I sit down and like look at the toilet roll. I'm like, oh no, that's one of those. <laughs> there you have it, everybody. It's science fact. Mythbusters proved it. Mythbusters those proved it. Those people are totally infallible. Hundred percent. They push okay. it. 
Yeah. So give us your second one. So this one might not be as big as, say, the last one I did, but this one pees me off weekly because it happens almost every week. Um, the fact that me being a single guy, yes, ladies, if you are interested, you know where to find me. Um, a single guy, bachelor, um, I go to the shops and unlike Jotun, I don't buy five five heads of lettuces and uh, have a special relationship with my teller. Um, I, <laughs> before you go on, like earlier this week, I was actually so happy. There was a massive discount on lettuce heads. So <laughs> literally on one day, I came home with 12 heads of lettuce this week. And I've just been eating the outer leaves of them and putting the like inner half inside the fridge just to keep it for a bit longer. But yeah. <laughs> Me and my lettuce. <laughs> you can just like picture the sky with like a, a cupboard full of lettuces that like you just open and like all pull out. But yes, so Dude, me people have people have asked me if I have a catering business before <laughs> just because of how much lettuce I buy. Uh, look, lettuce is a really good, uh, really good vegetable, and it, it's it's full of water. So in general, it's a, it's a very ideal vegetable to eat. So, but. The, where I'm leading towards my long-winded story is that when I go shopping, I generally have a small bag. I have a backpack that I can put most of my shopping in, maybe have a little shopping bag. But my shopping size is generally one basket size, generally quite tame. If I'm obviously cooking for a large group of people, that's when I use like a trolley or something. But generally, if it's by myself, I have a little bit basket that I can quickly grab, the small things, and then I get to the lines. And all the lines, including the... Uh, self-service or that kind of thing has queues of people in large shopping trolleys full to the brim with food and stuff and then they're the slowest unpackers to hand over to be scanned to the next item scanned to the next item when i have like four items in my little basket and i'm like i just need to pay for this can i not kind of cut ahead i'll probably be in and out in literally two minutes oh and then i have to stand there and wait and listen to awesome podcasts like Ramble Shamble. And I'm like, oh, this is the only reason why I have a headset right now. Uh. Huh. Oh, are you one of those people that walks around the city with a headset on? Yep, I am. It just it just makes sense because if you buy yourself, like, don't get me wrong. If I'm like trying to absorb the environment, then yeah, I'll keep the headset off. But I am one of those guys that walk around towns and cities like even today. Just walk around, listen to some podcasts, like catch up on a few things. I'm not really doing anything else, am I? Yeah, I'm. I don't know if I would trust that in South Africa. Hey, like if people see you have a nice, expensive headset on, then yeah, some desperate dude can just make off with your headset. <laughs> but for me, it's for me, it's more thing of um, because I like to walk around my neighborhoods and stuff, and I cross a lot of streets. I don't think it's completely safe for me to walk across the street with a headset on so that I can't hear any traffic or cars. I mean, I do I do check around the corners and make sure that there are no cars around. But sometimes you're not looking, you know, and then maybe a car will just come out of nowhere. And if you can't hear that, then... Yeah, it just seems to me like I'm asking for trouble, or I would be in that regard, <laughs> those cases. But yeah, that's just my own paranoia. I mean, I even have a 
a headset that can um, it's a, it's AI or it's noise cancelling, but it's got an environment mode where it lets in sounds from the environment while cutting out droning noises and such. Um, and I, I have that feature, but I'm I'm still too scared to be honest. Yeah, look, it comes with experience. It's like uh, riding a motorbike is probably a bad way of. Uh, comparison but the fact is that when i wear my headset i go on to extreme awareness mode because i am aware that like my ears are now impaired but like whenever if i'm walking on like um a, a pedestrian walkway that kind of thing then i'm more like comfortable but whenever i approach a road i'm looking like seven times where without the headset i probably would would look like at least four three times but i'm looking seven times making sure like even I'm, I'm like walking across the road, I'm like looking around, keeping aware. But yeah, that is it's something. It's a personal preference. But let me hear your next one. I'm curious. Tell me. I want to hear your next irritating okay. thing. Okay. So this one isn't actually one that I prepared, but just you talking about the supermarket made me think of it. Um, <laughs> so this is one that drives me up the wall about doing my shopping as well. And that is when a supermarket has eight tills that are available, but for some inexplicable reason, there's only two that is open. Yeah. But there are, there are like five or six people that are in the queue to go to these two tills, and there isn't a soul, not <laughs> a single person helping anyone else by the uh, other six tills. Even though you can see that there are other staff members by this grocery store that are walking around or doing something, but they just, they, they don't have the other ones open as well. And it'll be like in rush hour when everybody is on their way home from work and we're all just standing here waiting for this bloody to let everybody through oh my gosh and like they don't even have the express till of 10 items or less open that would have sorted out your problem as well but for some reason uh. they just don't have it open on the, at this time but yeah it also it drives me crazy no um, it's so annoying it's like one of those serendipity things like oh no i'm sure that the the shops will be empty at this time at like seven o'clock in the evening get there and it's packed and you're like what's happening today is it like some special sale and the only reason why it's packed is because of how slow the tools are <laughs> jeez a dude yo it's we're hitting the nail on the head here today these <laughs> things these things strike my heart bro oh really. and i feel like the the like the the two that we've said on each side the, the things that i've noticed is that we hate inefficient systems. We like efficiency, oh, efficiency, efficiency. efficiency. Uh. Dude, in another life, I I was totally a German. <laughs> like, <laughs> I swear, if if <laughs> if I'm a reincarnated person, then I was probably like a German that died in the Second World War or something. And, geez, yeah. But I but I decided that I, I could I couldn't go on with life being the way it was and so i need to come back and now i uh, like i don't know this because i'm me and i have my 
past experiences of this life. But for all I could know, there's like a German inside of me that screams every single time <laughs> and is like absolutely like, I don't know. He's just going crazy, smacking against the walls of my of my skull and my brain and my consciousness because things are just so damn inefficient. Oh, they are big time. No, so my next item, which is not my big bad, maybe the next one will be my big bad. So my next item is big WhatsApp groups that love to chat that is not relevant to you. So that's part of the reasons why I don't look at my WhatsApp very often anymore because it's so much nonsense like facebook or instagram I know, guys i know ramble shamble has those things but those things will be more relevant i hope but when you have like a facebook account and then you're seeing this event saying so and so is having this event and like okay cool why are you telling me about me this and then this like save this so and so and that and i'm like okay you're sending me all these notifications about stuff i don't care about oh so so it's like oh now my phone won't stop buzzing and ringing <laughs> make it stop <laughs> oh it just pees me up to see like i have 180 messages and i look at it and it's just about this one guy chatting to this person about their how they night went last night and he said okay but why don't you just message them directly then why do you have to talk to everyone and let everyone know in the same whatsapp group about how your night went and then odd occasionally the, another person in the group will say, oh, that's funny. What happened? And I'm like, oh, now you're just promoting more of this random conversation that I don't need to have my WhatsApp chat history. <laughs> yeah. But you, but you know what irritates me the most about that is when you wake up in the morning and there are like 30 from one group. <laughs> oh. That drives me up the wall. And it'll be, it'll be stuff like, look at this funny little cat video or something like that so like you said it has absolutely nothing to do with what the group is actually about <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure some of my friends who are listening to this podcast are going to feel a little bit irritated because this is actually something that i talk about quite a lot and they're inside the same groups as well so they know exactly my what my pain is our pain is. Our pain. Yeah. Okay, so my next one is another grocery one. Although I don't think you or most people will have this one. So I'm the type of person who enjoys doing groceries day by day. And so I look what's in my larder and I see what I'm missing and what I need for the meals I typically have. And because I enjoy walking so much and I'm a generally very thrifty person, I go to the store basically every day and check out what the new prices are. But mainly it's a quick in and out where I get just what I need for the day. And and yeah. So I've like for for years now really I've been kind of been doing that and especially in my university days and i got to know the the tellers as as is my my want to do um during that time and i would just pack my own grocery packets here in south africa and this like i do get i, I get quite irritated if they pack if, if a helper packs hard things 
with soft things, um, <laughs> especially especially when the soft thing can break or get deformed or bruised um, or bruised. But the absolute worst thing for me is when people don't pack bread right. So <laughs> if they pack bread like adjacent to something that can push into the bread, that just drives me so crazy. It's like I just got this fresh loaf of bread. Um, Looking so perfect. Of, yeah, or like one of those seeded, nice seeded rye kind of affairs. Okay, rye is a bit more hardy, but just something delicious, something with like sesame seeds on. And then they go and put it against something like a tub of yogurt. And I come home and I just see this like yogurt indent inside of my bread. It just drives me crazy. And the coldness but of also, the yogurts and the condensation also gets into the bread. So it makes the bread slightly soggy at that spot where it touched, leaned against the yogurts. Exactly. Uh, You're pushing uh, buttons here, man. You're pushing uh, buttons just describing that. <laughs> <laughs> but another, because I'm also, again, this like efficiency, efficiency thing that you and I have, I know that the packets that are provided in, super, in supermarkets here in South Africa can perfectly fit four loaves of bread in together. <laughs> so if, wow. If if I'm stocking up on a special price, uh, a special priced item of let's say uh, a cranberry and rye flavor of bread, which which we do get here in, in South Africa, and it's one which I love, then I will buy like eight of those and put seven of them in the freezer so that I can space that out over two weeks, and. If I see that the packer puts in like two loaves of bread or three loaves of bread <laughs> inside this plastic packet and will get me a separate plastic packet for the other loaves of bread, oh my gosh, it drives me up the wall. <laughs> One, because I'm a real miser. I don't like spending money unnecessarily. So even just one rand, extra for a packet makes me think like, oh man, you know, each penny counts. That could have saved me a rand. Um, but also because I don't, like, I try to do what I can for the environment. And I know that each little effort that we make is like a, a drop in the ocean that can have a big effect on the world when lots of people are taken into account. So I don't want all these like extra packets lying around my house, which I will eventually just throw away. Yeah. So it's, it drives me up the wall. Like inefficient grocery packing. Ugh. That reminds that reminds me of a time when I went to the shops and I was, look, I, instead of bread, sometimes I like wraps because wraps are easy to make and you can kind of fill them up and they're convenient little parcels that you can kind of like eat and enjoy. So I got, I went to the shops and, I, and this was during varsity time and I was like, okay, shops are pretty busy. There's a queue and that's unfortunate because the only thing I need to buy is a single packet of wraps. So I go to the wrap section, there's only one packet left. I'm like, oh, that fortune favor, favors me today. So I pick up the last packet and I'm like, oh, yes. And then I go sit in the queue and because there's like five people ahead of me, one person goes by. 
another person goes by. And then for this strangest thing, I, I, I decided to look at the back. And now in the back, you could see the quality of the wraps. But because I've bought these wraps so often from the shop, the quality has always been good. So when I turned the packet upside down, all I could see was green mold. This whole Ooh. back of this uh, packet or, or where the wrap is, is this green mold, like dark green mold. And I immediately looked and I like went back to, I like I walked silently in a dead face, put the packet back where I found it. And I walked out and did not even look back. I just walked. I said, nope. <laughs> the biggest nope I've ever had. Yeah, the... Okay. I think we should maybe err away from grocery ones now. Okay, but well... But my last, my last one about groceries is if <laughs> I see that there's an earthworm inside of my... Oh, lettuce. no. Well, not an earthworm, but a caterpillar. Oh, no. And then they're, the, they're like these little bits of caterpillar crap that are inside oh, as well. It, no. looks like, it looks like a fungus or algae or something. It's so disgusting. Like, I want to throw that whole head away almost. <laughs> I don't. I just throw away that leaf. Yeah. Jeez. Like, uh, that stuff creeps me out, man. It's, it's iffy, you know. Okay, let me go to my worst topic, and then we can move away from this horror of my nightmares at the moment. <laughs> okay. okay, yeah. My last, my last, last one. So this peeves me off the most, and it's very dear to me. Is those advertisements from your cell phone provider or the bank trying to phone you to try sign up for additional contract and random crap that you don't need like life insurance who needs life insurance <laughs> guys life insurance is important if you have a reason to get life insurance but you're so out so it's, it's those infomercial ads where telemarketers that's the right word telemarketers where they phone you trying to sell you stuff i hate them to dear's end earth it's so riles me up because this one time i was at work this phone guy phones me and i answer it and then i say look uh if you're trying to sell me anything this is not the right time i'm busy with a meeting and training so i can't do it right now please can you call me another day okay so i don't i perfectly hear you what you have to say uh, I perfectly understand. And then he gives me his entire speech, his entire pitch. Even though I told him, please not now, another day. He gives me his entire pitch, which goes on for a good 10 to 15 minutes. While the people inside are like looking at me squiff, like Matty must be having a real weird conversation with this guy. And it's a good 10 to 15 minutes to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh. And the guy says, oh, and so... So, Mackie, are you ready to sign up on this contract? And I look at it and I say to him, so what did I say at the beginning of before you started your pitch? Uh, you said you were busy with the meeting. Okay, yes. Now, you just proved that I will never, ever, ever buy any product or service from you guys ever again because you did not respect me. So I have zero respect for you. Oh, and then what made it worse? I think that guy got PV at me. Is that I often got calls from that from like the telemarketers, and then they will say you have a very important uh, call coming your way. It will start in three, two, one, and the line will drop. And that happened not once, but I can count around about fifty times where I say, "Oh, I got a phone call." I answer it. Says you got a really important call to the point where I'm like, 
oh, okay, hopefully that this will get me through, and then nothing. I'm like, what the heck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Man, that's so bad. Oh, that's yeah. the worst. Like, the worst that I have nowadays, when I, when I got a new SIM card, I'd, I think my um, service provider leaked, or I don't know. I don't know how this happens, but for some reason, scammers now have my number as the referral number for people that they try to scam. So oh. they get, I also get these SMSs, but they get SMSs that say like, the bank has paid in this much money, please send a message. But the message that they, they're told to send it to is my number. So almost every day now, I get two or three messages from random people saying like, hi, what can I do? Please send me another message about this. And like I've said, I've said a few times, like you've been scammed. I'm just a random dude. But nowadays, I just <laughs> don't laugh at my my misery okay no, no it's funny that like random people like say please stop stop scared please stop sending me these yeah. things stop stealing my money and you're like what the hell's happening oh dude it drives me crazy oh so man. um geez so nowadays all i do is i immediately block that number and then after that i delete the chat as well but yeah, it, it, geez, it drives me nuts. Oh, but, I've been so um, riled up right now. Dude, dude, I think we we both share these. <laughs> we both share these. But uh, yeah. So anyway, my last one before we go to a surprise question, or it's a surprise for Mackie, is... And this one, this one just, uh, it gets, it, it takes me places. <laughs> okay. So I don't think a lot of people notice this, but I notice it. And because I'm such a grammar Nazi, it, it really, really gets to me. And that is when someone is unsure about saying something in a message. And because they're unsure about it, they're, they're actually trying to tell me a statement but they phrase it as a question. So it'll be a statement, but with a question mark at the end. And it, it just drives me up the wall. I feel like just take a bit of, like, just own what you're saying, you know? <laughs> if you want this to be, if, if you want to tell me that, then just tell me. Don't try to kind of manipulate me by just phrasing it as a question in this message. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, what do you think? I'll think of an example when, like, well, as you give your I, opinion. Look, I've had, working from a customer care perspective, I've seen a number of those mails. Um, one mail that sticks out to me was where this guy started off with saying, like, good day, so-and-so. So he's mailing the, com my, the company I worked for. And he gives this massive angry rant, like, saying, your service is so crap on all, all these horrible things he swore he put so many things and then at the very end of that like long paragraph of crap he ends off with warmest regard so and so 
And you know, I, I, it's like one of those weird. I can understand where you're coming from. It's like one of those weird things where they they don't they don't take ownership of what they're saying. Like how I would have ended that sent like that mail if I was swearing and any of that says piss off you jerks so and so rather than yeah. almost regards so and so and like what happened to your anger and ferocity well, that it was like so paragraphed out there and then you end off with so how was your day <laughs> yeah yeah geez but 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 I, I i can't really think of an example right now but you know when someone actually wants to tell you something they do it's it's a passive aggressive communication yeah it's it's yeah and just i don't know dude i just feel like you know stand up for yourself and claim what you're saying you know i'm a big boy even though i don't like it you can just tell me straight you don't need to phrase it as a question but but the reason why it irritates me is because it's almost like uh it's a half-assed approach yeah yeah it's like I guess it's kind of manipulation. Yeah, it's, it's as well. Like, almost like a, it's like a negotiation technique. Almost, it's like <laughs> you know what you want, and so you suggest it, suggest it, but you slap on no question mark at the end of that statement because you want me to agree to it so that I can, so that you can get your way. You know. So it's like yeah, almost it like just, it's like I guess. it's like when like saying Yosin, you you really. This recording is really bad. What do you think? Question mark situation, or is it something different? No, no. Uh, yeah. So there, you've given me an example. It'll it'll be something like um, this recording is really bad. Question mark. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then I'm like, dude, just tell me that it's bad. You know. <laughs> well. Um, you and I have had connectivity issues in the past where one of us didn't have power, right? And I was the one who was experiencing load shedding. And so I was recording in the dark with my phone's, mo- uh, my phone's data. And my, my recording was, or our connection was cutting out a little bit. So if at that moment you wrote me a message saying, uh, your connection is bad. Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> I would be so pissed off. Uh oh. Like, oh man, that would get to me. Don't give me that yeah. ammunition. I cannot help not use that now. <laughs> Just dude. Oh, you're gonna press buttons if you do that. No, I also have. I hate that half ass approach. Like when people uh, are like crossing the street or uh, they're attempting to cross the. A traffic light in a car and then they see the light is basically turning red and then they're crossing the line but see the light turn red and in their mind they know that they must stop but they're already halfway over the line that they were supposed to stop at so you're now obstructing the people driving uh, adjacent from you now you like I-, I look at them and i say look guys Look, person, you either stop before the thing, but that's really halfway done already, or you just keep going because the fact that you now stop in the middle of the people driving across from you, you're putting yourself and them in danger. So commit. Don't do this half-assed approach of like, oh, now it's ready, I must stop. And now you're in the middle of the street, like looking, I'll wait for it to turn green while other people are now driving physically around you. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. 
Yeah. Okay. So this is going to be fun. This is the surprise question for today. And that is what actually I kind of want to do two, two surprise questions, but we'll, we'll do the easy one. We'll do the easy one. Okay. So this is what thing inside of media, like specifically movies or games or something, what thing inside of media do you find irritating? Like, yeah, something specific in media. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll start this off for you um, so that you get a bit of an idea of what I mean by it. But cool. yeah, something in media that irritates. Now, I realized this recently when I was watching the Obi-Wan TV show on Disney Plus. And I just, I realized that it's something that really doesn't make sense and it irritates me so much and that is when a clearly slow or underpowered character is somehow able to run away from someone that is totally dominating in the speed department and it was when Leia inside of the series was running away through a forest when she gets kidnapped in the very beginning. And it's like, she's a character that's meant to be nine years old, not seven years old, but she's acted, she's being acted by a person who's nine, a girl who's nine years old. And she looks like a toddler when she's running. She looks like a three-year-old. And she's running so damn slowly, but these bounty hunters that are grown, grown ass adults can't catch her because it's like they're hopping over little trees and stumps and things <laughs> that are in the path. And I'm just like, what the hell are you talking about? I mean, they can probably walk to her and catch her. So when, when there's like a chase sequence inside of a TV series and Clearly, the pursuer is meant to catch, can catch them so easily, but for you know, for the sake of the plot, they don't. There's something that keeps them back. Plot armor. And I'm, yeah, plot armor is the worst. <laughs> oh, but you stole you know, such a you good know, one. You know what's actually, you know what's actually the worst plot armor is the typical thing of a branch or something slapping them in the face. <laughs> oh yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, but you chose. But so yeah, that's the kind of thing that I'm going for. Uh, but you chose such a good one because immediately, like you thought Leia was bad. I hated that scene in the Jurassic World where that girl lights a flare and she outruns a T-Rex in high heels, and I'm like face palming through my head. That's that meme where she's able to outrun a T-Rex that's able to keep up with a Jeep going full speed in mud. And she's out running it in high heels, running full speed. And ladies, you might correct me. Please do if you wish. But high heels, I don't feel like the heels are that stable enough for long distance sprinting. Where you're now running your ass <laughs> off and hoping that my heel does not break at one point. And oh, that peeved this living heck out of me. But the worst for me in media. I'm sorry if this guy offends you in any way. I do not mean it in any way. Where a movie is or media, any TV show or movie, where they make it purely based on the fact that 
there were the certain gender or race was not shown as m- much in the original. So one that comes to me is Ghostbusters and Ocean's Eight. Um, she's the reason why I dislike it is not because it's all female cast. Like, don't get me wrong. The reason why I dislike it is because it's focusing on the fact that they want to be spiteful towards the original creator who focused the majority on men. And I feel like that's such a poor foundation of a game. And I I dislike that where they where the main reason of a series or movie being made is purely in spite of a certain race or gender. Like if it's a if all female cast now being portrayed as men, I would hate it just as much as if the other way around. But why I hate it is because yeah. the 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 foundation is just raw and rotten. So when I watch this, I'm watching this and saying she's. I'm purely watching to compare to the original and I'm seeing that, Hey, now you're just trying to push the fact that so-and-so can be just as good as so-and-so. So I just hate that. Like there's, there's been movies where they have all females shown as men and then all, all, uh, all men sh- represented by females. And they just horrible. Like the foundation is not good. Like I love those original series where they actually have originality to them. But the fact that they force yeah. them into my throat, I'm like thinking, oh, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I, m- I must say, I think it's Bryce Dallas Howard that acts as that lady. Um, granted, it's so unlikely. I ca- it's It just makes no sense inside the context of uh, Jurassic World. But I think that she actually learned how to do karate and do stunts and stuff in high heels. Like she, she actually justified it to the producers by saying um, she feels that it's part of this character's personality <laughs> that she would be able to do these things. So they actually got like a special instructor to teach her how to sprint in high heels and do some of the other stupid things that she does in it. But it's so implausible and. Like you, I don't think you'd be able to run in mud with high heels. But that also doesn't make you know, sense. I think I think she'd be, be she'd be better off taking the high heels off and trying to beat the T Rex or the Raptors with it. To be honest. But that also doesn't make sense because now she's being specifically trained to know how to sprint in the high heels. But now she must keep true to her character, which that character probably was not specifically trained to sprint in high heels. So now you've just contradicted yourself because you're saying my character would most likely try to sprint in high heels. Good point. That means that it must be applicable to a normal person who would try to run in high heels. Not someone who's now like, okay, guys, I'm going to, in case of a uh, dinosaur escape, I need to know how to sprint in these bad boys. I need to be specifically trained to sprint, sprint in these bad boys. In, in case of dinosaur escape, break glass <laughs> to access the high heels. Now, you see, that makes no sense. Like, I get, I, I, I would say, sure, that makes sense. But then don't make her sprint in them. Have, like, the realism of, like, oh, no, now my heel's broken. She just, like, ditches the high heels and sprints barefoot. That would make sense. I have no problem against that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know where it would actually work, though? Is, like, if you have a high heel pair of high heels on the inside of a car and it says in case of emergency break because they're spiky enough to do it oh that's true very true but everybody that was our 
our fee, our favorite choices for things that irritate us. Um, please tell us which of them you think irritates you the most as well, or is the undisputed winner. And suggest something that irritates you that we can talk about inside the Ramble Shrapnel episodes. Um, that will be a short episode of only about 15 minutes long. And yeah, we can do that. Mackie, can you please tell everyone again, where can they find us? Guys, we have different social medias, including Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can also join our YouTube. Don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, comment down, hit that notification bell. Don't forget to like and hit whatever high rating, whatever podcast you listen to us, because we are on Spotify, we are on Apple, we are on Stitcher, we are on Ramble. We pretty much on every social uh podcasting channel and that's really important for us to kind of grow as a community but if you guys really want to get in touch with us and play games and comment and share your ideas share your artworks and a number of other different things then join our discord which is all in the description or you can search it on google or through discord and the ramble shamble discord channel you'll see our names myself mackie and yotin there and you know you're in the right place and again guys if you like this episode there will probably be another episode that is that you probably have if you have not listened to already worth listening to um not every episode might be to your liking but we post regularly on thursdays and the only really time that you will know if you're unable to post or maybe we post an additional one is to be part of our social media so it's important that you keep in touch but Jotun, i will have to say after this episode you make me feel like i want to punch something really hard right now just to kind of relieve this anxiety stress and tension you built inside of me so fiery and bursting <laughs> oh, it's a pleasure my friend i'm always here to entertain oh, so sad <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah cheers everyone bye bye for me